Blue Wire. Hey guys, you are listening to Fangirl Sports Network's Fangirl Playbook on Blue Wire. I am your host, Tracy Sandler, joined as always by my co-host, Stephanie McCarroll. We are going to talk all things NBA today. We are brought to you by Untuck It and BetOnline.ag. So let's dive right in. Steph, we are in the part of the NBA season with the All-Star Game coming up this weekend. A bunch of big trades happened last week that we we talked a little bit about them last week uh, before the deadline had passed. Uh, and we'll talk about what came to fruition and how they have worked out thus far. In your opinion, what was the biggest trade that happened? Uh, yeah, I definitely think it was that 14 deal where Robin, Robert Covington, uh, the wing, went to Houston, Capella, you know, who the center went to Atlanta. We had Malik Beasley, you know, to the Wolves with a first round pick. And then, of course, the D'Lo Wiggins, you know, uh, to Minnesota, you know, along with the 2021st and the 2022 second. Um, that was a pretty big. Andrew Iguodala was a big, um, you know, you know, to Miami was a big change. And I just think that a lot of teams have really been energized, you know, and are ready to make that playoff push. And and you can really see things starting to happen where they're even looking ahead to 2021-2022 season. So the deal that was most interesting to me, and this is probably not a big shot because I'm from L.A. and live in L.A., of course, was the one between the Clippers, the Knicks, and the Wizards. Uh, we have mm-hmm. Marcus Morris and Isaiah Thomas coming to the Clippers. Kind of an interesting deal because the Lakers wanted Morris as well. And right. they did not get him. And it feels that this is just we're set up for a Western Conference Finals matchup between the Lakers and the Clippers for total Los Angeles domination. And I just think this kind of storyline is going to be interesting over these next few months. Um, but that was most interesting to me. But, again, that's because I'm – a I am a fan of both L.A. teams. I When they play each other, <laughs> I would like the team from L.A. to win. Um, so I don't know if that means I'm going to have to pick a side or if I can continue <laughs> with this. I want the team from L.A. to win, and whichever one wins, I'm going with. Um, it's kind of interesting. I grew up a Lakers fan. I mean, really grew up mm-hmm. on the Lakers. As an adult, what happened was I have some close friends who moved here and bought Clippers tickets. And then I had a good friend from college who worked in ticket sales for the Clippers. And so as a result, I had Clippers tickets. So then as an adult, I was a little bit more of a Clippers fan. However, I grew up on the Lakers, and I am also a Lakers fan. So I I truly am, like, a fan of both Los Angeles teams. Um, so that's always my um, my crux. In the past, it hasn't mattered all this that much. This year, it actually will matter. Uh, but we can, yeah, we can look I, ahead. To yeah, go ahead, Steph. Well, I mean, I think you're right. I mean, you know, I, um, you know, you have more vets to the Clippers. I think Isaiah Thomas, too, was in the deal. Like, in the way I see the Clippers, I feel like they just really want to, um, because there's vets to the Clippers, they want to be able to rest their veterans to get to the postseason healthy. I mean, I don't think they care if they're the number one seed or whatever, but they Mm -hmm. want to get there healthy and you're seeing these trades happen. So the Clippers, I think are definitely going to make a big run for it. And I think that the trades that happened, having the vets, um, 
you can really see that they're able to rest their other guys and that's that's their mo right now so i mean obviously that was a big um it's a big push because the lakers are obviously very good um but like at the same time the clippers are coming in pretty strong they really are so i'm very curious to see how that plays out i'm also very curious to see i mean this is very much a lakers town uh Mm -hmm. should the clippers win it i'm very curious to see how that changes and and i'm also curious to see if it is in fact the clippers that are in the finals does the city kind of rally around them uh we'll see my feeling is yes the city does rally around them but we shall see how that goes i want to talk a little bit about Igadala because we did talk a little bit more about it because we talked about it last week i was of the opinion that if he doesn't want to play for the grizzlies and they don't trade him well too bad he, he should still play <laughs> to see how that plays out because he is going to miami and or he's in miami uh played the play. warriors last night mm-hmm. which was Fun, uh, but what does he bring to the Miami Heat stuff, you know, going into this playoff push? Well, obviously, I'm a big fan of Andre. Um, I, you know, to me, Andre Iguodala is like the Swiss Army knife. The, the, he can come in and do anything. He plays excellent defense. He plays excellent offense. You know, he, he scores points off the bench. You know, um, for the Warriors, he was like, you know, basically the sixth man, you know, and he could come in at any time, especially when they went small. And he came out, of, you know, in Miami and he scored like 30 something points, you know, which is pretty incredible. And I think um, it really sets up Miami to make a really good push. But also Miami was able to, you know, now put together a team that can compete with Milwaukee. And I think that's really big um, because it's hard to, to guard certain, you know, people and Andre Iguodala can definitely do that. But also, I think what was interesting about Miami is that they created additional, they got rid of a lot of um, players, and they created additional cap space. And by by moving those players, I think they're going to make a run for Giannis. So I think that oh, they're, they're ready to, like, you know, really come together and if they can't get it done this year, they're definitely forming. They're one of those teams that I think are forming um, something that they can make a run for. And uh, they look pretty good. And so it's interesting, but I thought it was a great move for them. Oh, that's that's interesting what you just said about Giannis. And I guess playing in Miami might be slightly more attractive than playing in Milwaukee. I mean, I guess it depends putting the team together. Just in ter- I'm just thinking weather is totally what I'm thinking, full disclosure. Uh, but that yeah. is that is very interesting. Well, let's talk about Milwaukee because I think they are poised to make quite a push uh, in this year's playoffs. Uh, what do you see coming out of there? Well, I mean, I, I, I am, they're a great team. I think that they're the team to beat. Um, Giannis is, you know, he's, a tough dude, you know, he's entering his, you know, free agency, you know, this, you know, at the end of this year, um, I think it's gonna, if he doesn't, if this team doesn't do it for him, I think it's a little, you know, you kind of wonder if he's going to make that move. He said publicly, he does not want to leave Milwaukee, but I feel like if all these, there goes my weather theory. <laughs> but but at the same time, you know that teams are gonna really like make it really 
hard, like they're going to make him think about it because they're going to come hard for him. I mean, I really think Miami's going to go. I know Golden State's going to go. And when you're talking about that kind of money, and I know just Golden State's M.O., um, they don't care about going into luxury tax because it's a cash cow. So I think there's, and, and he's also friends with Steph. I think you're going to have a lot of people vying for him. And, um, you know, if they don't make, you know, have somebody to support him um, going into next season, I, I, I think it's very possible he makes the move. And in terms of a playoff push, uh, and forgive my naivete on this, um, if I'm way off base, but where are the Sixers falling in all of this? Of course, they upgraded. They were a somewhat, I don't want to use the word abysmal, but not great, let's say, in the three-point <laughs> land. They upgraded last week with Glenn Robertson, Robinson excuse me, and Alec Burks. But where do they fall in all this? Because I feel like Sixers fans have been, quote-unquote, trust in the process for a while now. <laughs> And the trust, at a certain point, the trust may run out. Well, I mean, if, okay, so say, you know, the season ended today, you know, they would be about the fifth seed, you know, against Miami. And so Miami made this, like, big push to, like, sit pretty, you know, with all of the, the changes that they made and clearing cap space and getting a player like Andre Iguodala, who's healthy, he's rested, you know, all these things, and, uh, you know, I'd always be a little bit nervous. I mean, I'd be nervous if I was a Sixers fan right now. I I think that the the teams that the current matchups, you know, what we have, you know, I mean, you have the Bucks, you have uh, Toronto, you have Boston, Miami, Philadelphia, you know, um, Indiana, and Brooklyn. Like, they're all in the hunt. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, Philly's not a bad team, but, you know, the people are really strengthening their game right now to make that run. So, you know, that you they could potentially be looking at a first-round knockoff. We are going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsor, Untuck It, and then when we come back, we are going to talk All-Star Game, and then I want to talk with Steph a little bit about, a little more about if the playoffs started today and who her sleeper team is. But first, let's hear from Untuck It. Ever see an untucked button-down? They look bad. Why? Because they weren't meant to be worn that way. Thankfully, there's Untuck It, the original button-down shirt actually designed to be worn untucked. No matter your size or shape, Untuck It shirts always fall at the perfect untuck length. With more than 50 fit combinations, Untuck It shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. Choose from styles like wrinkle-free button-downs, super soft flannels, outerwear, and more. With Untuck It, your shirts will never look baggy, bulgy, too long, or too big again. And their website is so easy to use. They even have a whole page devoted to helping you find your fit. So whether you're shopping for the perfect gift or just trying to craft a smart, relaxed style of your own, Untuck It is the way to go. Visit UntuckIt.com and use code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. That's U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T dot com and promo code BLUE for 20% off. All right, Steph, before we talk more NBA playoffs, let's talk All-Star Game because 
That's fun. We have a Team LeBron against Team Giannis. Uh, obviously, it's just fun and, and a very fun weekend. But uh, what are you most excited to see? You know, I like All-Star Weekend. It's I know it's kind of like, you know, no, it's not really like everybody's playing like as hard as they can or anything like that. And I don't think we're ever going to see it. But I like what the NBA did as far as, you know, it's going to be Team LeBron versus Team Giannis. Um, I love, love, love that Team LeBron is, you know, wearing two and Giannis, Team Giannis is wearing 24. I think that's a really awesome, like, you know, testament about, like, Kobe Bryant. And it brought the league together in a way that I think is important. You know, like, he was a big part of the game. And I think that in that spirit, it's a, it's the right thing to do. And um, of course, it's in Chicago, the skills challenge, and of course, the three point challenge and the slam dunk competition. Um, it's just fun for the fans. I mean, let's just be honest, it's just something that we don't get to see. And, you know, we get to see the players just kind of demonstrate their skills a little bit. It's just fun for the fans. And um, I, I'm excited to to watch it. It's the, of course the first year that no warrior is in the All Star <laughs> competition for like I don't know since 2013 or something like that. So um, I won't get to see any of my favorite stars, but you know I still you know I have you know I have a lot of respect for a lot of these players in in the, you know in the game, and it, it, I'm I'm excited to watch it for sure. Team LeBron versus Team Giannis. I mean, obviously. The players on the team won't be the same. Teams won't be the same, but it's a potential NBA Finals preview in terms of two leaders. Oh, <laughs> We're yeah. We're going to be yeah. LeBron being the Lakers and Team Giannis being the Bucks in the NBA Finals. So that's just kind of a fun side story. Obviously, none of the other players will be the same, but um, it is kind of a fun <laughs> side story. I have a question which really isn't totally related to any of this, but you brought up it's the first season in a long time that there's not going to be Warriors um, that you're going to be able to watch in the All-Star game. Do you feel like Warriors fans are frustrated, or do you think there's that feeling, we had an excellent run, we'll be back again next year, and we can ride this this wave for this season? Yeah, I mean, you know, they've been to five finals, you know, in five years, and that's incredibly hard to do. Um, and I don't think and, – and they've won three championships. Now – it also takes a toll because they're playing basically an extra month and a half of games that other teams don't have to. Mm -hmm. So it takes a toll on those players. And, you know, I think the fifth year and, and everybody was, I mean, banged up so bad, you know, we lost obviously KD, um, say we, but, um, but Clay Thompson was a big one. And I think um, people undervalued like how good of a player he is and on defense, um, uh, He's just one of those two-way players that when you lose him, you lose, like, a lot of your identity as a team. Then with Steph breaking his hand, it's just nothing was going right. So, um, yeah, I can see that the Warriors are definitely, you know, the tank is going. I don't know if it's what you want to call it the tank, but it was just nothing was going in their favor. So they're like, hey, let's just ride this out. Let's see what they're doing now. They during the, for the D'Lo Wiggins trade, I thought was interesting because Wiggins is still like a really highly paid player, like 30 million per year. 
I mean, that's, that's a chunk of change, you know, and he's not like the star type player, but he does, but what Steve Kerr said about him was he doesn't have to be the star in, at, at Golden State. He needs to fulfill his role. This is a different type of game we play, you know, where we play as a team and nobody's really like the star star, you know, I, I guess Steph is the star, but like, as far as like, Everybody ha- like shares the ball, and if you can buy into that, they can win championships. So, I think that obviously the Warriors are going to have a high pick next year, but it's not a or this year in 2020, but it's not a totally deep draft. But one of the things that they were able to get out of this, you know, they traded Evans and Spellman, and they got a 2021 first and a 2022 second. So they're looking to the future too. So. Um, yeah, I think next year they're going to come around pretty strong, and they aren't going to be capped with the salary like they were this year. So I think they're going to go all in. And the Wiggins trade, I think, is going to be very interesting for years to come. Obviously, like as you just said, obviously the Warriors are not making a push for this year. But it will be interesting to see how Wiggins does there because I know he's been uh, somewhat of a disappointment, and I think that's me putting it very nicely. Uh, He was somewhat of a disappointment in Minnesota, but I think with Steve Kerr eventually playing alongside Steph Curry, it may be a very different ball game, literally for him. So I think for NBA and, and Warriors fans, uh, all in it will be kind of fun to watch his development and even this season, just see how he does a little bit um, and, and and how he responds to being, you know, in a change of scenery with with a completely different situation. So that one's going to be interesting to watch in the next several years so I'm looking yeah I personally am looking forward to that yeah and you know I'm gonna say this like Golden State just the way they play they needed a wing like him I just think he's gonna be more useful to Golden State with their style of play they can just bounce that ball out to the wing and and score and and he does score and if he can do and D'Lo you know he was like averaging like 23-24 and you know yeah he's a big name but Wiggins can do that and hopefully thir- go for 30. You know, that's kind of, mm-hmm. I think, the hope there. And it's just a different style of play, different culture. And sometimes players need that, you know, to really, like, show what they can do, like what they're, you know, best at. So I'm hopeful. I, um, I'm, I, you know, it's like I want to make the Warriors great again. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know, I'm, I'm okay with it. Like I, I, I don't want to seem entitled obviously, but like, you know, it's, it's just not as fun all the time. So do you have a, uh, do you have a backup team this year that you're kind of pulling for in the playoffs? Yeah. So I'm, um, temporarily a Miami fan. Okay. Um, I, 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 I'm just, I don't even know why, but they're just appealing to me. I like what they're doing. I'm a big fan of Andre. Um, I, I think they have a really complete chance, and I just, um, you know, I'm, I'm going for them. All right, all right. So you are, you're like a, a honorary Heat Heat fan girl. You and yeah. you and Gabby can 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 uh, root together on that. Um, all right. So if the playoffs started today, I want to know kind of who your sleeper team is, and actually, I'll expand that a little bit. Not just who's your sleeper team, but maybe a team that wouldn't be in it if the playoffs started today, but who you think is going to make a push. I'll give you a, one on the west side and one on the east side. Ooh, 
so Portland is lottery bound. It's weird because all the teams that were good last year um, mm-hmm. are not that good this year. I mean, that's why they play State, the game. Yeah, Golden <laughs> State, Pelicans, they're all lottery bound. And um, Cleveland, you know, all, I mean, it's like so funny that it's happening this way. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm pretty sure. I think the magic could come in and make a push. Um, I don't think they're, I mean, they only have, we have what, 28 games or 29 games or something, depending on who you are left. So there's still some like room there. I mean, that's a lot of games to play. So, you know, it, 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 but I mean, I think at the same time, like you got, you know, Milwaukee is like in LA, they're just like leaps and bounds, Toronto. Denver, you know, um, so you're going to have these little tracer teams, I think, that are going to come in. Orlando, I think, I think Memphis is going to go. I think the Mavericks have a shot. And um, I said the Nets, too. And, Brook, you know, Brooklyn, there's a little, it could go a lot of ways. I mean, it's just the way it is. But, um, you know, I think OKC, okay, I, I think, is an interesting uh, team there. But you're always going to have the Rockets and the Jazz, you know, all that. So. We'll see how it all plays out, but um, I think my the one team that I think could pull forward is probably the Magic. Well, and I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, you know, the last few years, it's been pretty much an inevitability that Golden State was going to be in the finals, and, you know, the Eastern Conference, there were a few teams vying for it, but we had a general idea. This year feels a little bit like it's anybody's title. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I could see um, Boston winning it. I could see Milwaukee winning it. You know, LA. I can see Denver. I mean, and you know, both LA teams. I mean, you got the Clips and the Lakers in that mix. So yeah, I I, I agree with you there. I think um, Los Angeles Lakers are the, the team to beat as far as you know. Um, they're consistent, you know. So, but they are beatable. So right. it's if the Clippers, you know, do make that, and they kind of have that a little bit of a rivalry there, um, it's doable. Yeah, I'm excited. I think this is going to be a really fun end of the NBA season. And like I said before, for the first time in a while, it is kind of anybody's game. And I think that makes it even more interesting. I, I am not one that begrudges a team for being consistently good and dominating because good for them. I think that's amazing. But I also think there's something a little bit we saw with the NFL playoffs this year, too. It was just a different, you know, it was a different thing this year where it was kind new of anybody's, yeah, new blood, anybody's title. And it was exciting and you didn't know quite who was going to make it. Um, so I think that's going to be fun for NBA fans. So I'm yeah. to all of that. Really, I think it's exciting. And I think that there's a lot to come. I mean, we got Kat and D'Lo together. I mean, he got his point guard. It's just there's energy across the league. So it's not like this, you know, like they call them the super teams, but, you know, there's energy across the whole league. I like that. There's energy across the whole league. I like that a lot. Uh, And with that, it is time for our Bet Online AG Fangirl Says, who's hot, who's not. BetOnline.ag is your online sportsbook expert. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, for a 50% off welcome bonus. So before you go and do that, however, 
you got to listen to our fangirl says who's hot, who's not. <laughs> Steph, I think I went first last week. Would you like to go first this week? Sure. Um, I think my who's hot's going to be Andre Iguodala. I can't believe he pulled out the contract he did in Miami. <laughs> I think that he uh, totally scored on that one, and he has a two-year contract, and he's making all the bucks. And, you know, he – you know, he kind of set himself up well to retire basically wherever he wants. And so he's my who's hot. My who's hot, I'm going to break from the NBA a little bit. Your who's is, not, you mean? Your who's, who's not, not hot. No, sorry. My who's not hot um, kind of just rubbed me the wrong way was um, Aubrey Huff from the San Francisco Giants bagging on my girl Katie Sowers. Um, I felt like that was just totally misogynistic and rude and I, I I have so much respect for her and what she does and so do the players and uh he's definitely who's not hot he I I'm, I'm I don't even want to talk about him anymore <laughs> well and you know what I'm gonna say this is not my who's not but I'm gonna call it my who's or not my who's hot but it's like my new, who's hot um part a I'm gonna say is Katie Sowers for the way she handles all of that. Uh, she does it with class. She's She rises above the fray, and I give her a lot of credit because that is not easy to do. Uh, so I will give her a, a, a who's hot part A for that one. Um, my other who's hot going back to the NBA are the Los Angeles Clippers because I'm just very curious to see how this all plays out. I mean, they made a big trade. They got Marcus Morris. I think also – the Lakers do rule this town, as I said earlier, and when you see players like Kawhi, like Marcus Martin, when, they're, when the Clippers are now able to get these players that the Lakers were getting before, and of course with Marcus Morris it was a trade and it wasn't free agency, I just see, I think you see them kind of rising to the top here, which I think is very cool, and I'm curious to see how it plays out with their strategy of resting those veterans and starters and really saving them for the playoffs and only using them as needed throughout the regular season. Uh, so I'm curious to see how that plays out, but I'm going to give my who's hot to the Los Angeles Clippers. And my who's not hot. Hmm. <laughs> a little, it's, a little, it's a little bit tougher this week. I kind of want to piggyback on yours. So I'll do that, but I, I don't want to take it entirely. Um, okay. This is kind of a hot take even though this is my who's not hot. But I think <laughs> right now I'm going to have to give it to the 76ers because I think we've been waiting for years for them to really come out and dominate, and they haven't done it yet. So that because I picked them this week, they're probably going to go ahead and win the whole thing. But <laughs> I think that is right now my who's not hot, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know what? That's the beauty. I mean, we get to decide. I guess, you know what? That's certainly the beauty. That's the beauty of having your own podcast and segment. I can say whatever I want. Um, so there you have it. The betonline.ag fangirl says who's hot, who's not of the week. Remember to use promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, for your 50% welcome bonus at betonline.ag. Steph, as always, it was a pleasure talking basketball with you. Yes, uh, I'm excited, and, uh, you know, I can't say go Warriors, but, you know, Yes, you can. As you said a minute ago, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> and I'm going to say go team from L.A.
Let's yeah. go. Let's go Lakers. <laughs> let's go Clippers. Let's go Lakers. Um, all right, guys. We will talk to you next week. Um, and with that, we say goodbye. Bye, Steph. Bye. Have a great week. You too.